Chapters 41 and 42 of A Woman's Experiences in the Great War by Louise Mack. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Expatriate in Bangor, Maine. Chapter 41 Traitors. And now I see people gathering round the Germans as they come to a halt at the end of the avenue. I see people stroking the horses' heads and old men and young men smiling and bowing and a few minutes later inside the restaurant of my hotel i witness those extraordinary encounters between the germans and their spies i hear the clink of gold and see the passing of big german notes and i watch the flushed faces of antwerp men who are holding notebooks over the tables to the german officers and drinking beer with them to the accompaniment of loud riotous laughter that is the note struck in the first hour of the german entrance and that is the note all the time as far as the german anversois are concerned before very long i discover that there must have been hundreds of people hiding away inside those silent houses waiting for the germans to come in the horror of it makes me feel physically ill the procession comes to a standstill at last in front of a little green square by the athene and next moment a group of grey-clad officers with roses in their tunics are hurrying towards the hotel and begin parleying with monsieur claude our proprietor i expect to see him icily resolute against receiving them but to my surprise he seems affable he smiles he waves his hand as he talks he is eager deferential and quite unmistakably friendly friendly even to the point of fawning turning he flings open his doors with a bow and in a few minutes the germans are crowding into his great restaurants cries of beer resounded on all sides outside on the walls of the theatre Flamand, the huns are at it already with their endless proclamations note by reader at this point louise mack inserts a proclamation by the germans in three different languages german flemish and french translated by expatriate end of note residence of antwerp the german army enters your city as victors none of your citizens shall be harmed and your property shall be protected if you abstain from hostility any insubordination however shall be punished according to martial law possibly resulting in the destruction of your beautiful city signed the commander of german troops chapter forty two what the waiting maid saw at this point i crept down stealthily into the kitchen and proceeded to disguise myself i put on first of all a big blue and red check apron then i pinned a black shawl over my shoulders i parted my hair in the middle and twisted it into a little tight knot at the back and i tied a blue and white handkerchief under my chin looking thoroughly hideous i slipped back into the restaurant where i occupied myself with washing and drying glasses behind the counter it was a splendid point of observation and no words can tell of the excitement i felt as i stooped over my work and took in every detail of what was going on in the restaurant but sometimes the glasses nearly fell from my fingers so agonizing were the sights i saw in that restaurant at antwerp on the afternoon of october ninth the fatal friday i saw old men and young men crowding round the germans they sat at the tables with them drinking laughing and showing their notebooks which the germans eagerly examined 
the air resounded with their loud riotous talk all shame was thrown aside now for months these spies must have lived in terror as they carried on their nefarious espionage within the walls of antwerp but now their terror was over the germans were in possession they had nothing to fear so they drank deeply and more deeply still trying to banish from their eyes that furtive look that marked them for the sneaks they were some of them were old greybeards some of them were chic young men i recognized several of them as people i had seen about in the streets of antwerp during these past two months and again and again burning tears gathered in my eyes as i realized how antwerp had been betrayed as i am turning this terrible truth over in my mind i get another violent shock i see three englishmen standing in the middle of the now densely crowded restaurant at first i imagine they are prisoners and a wave of sorrow flows over me for i know those three men they are the three english marines who called in at this hotel yesterday seeing that they were englishmen by their uniforms i called to them to keep back a savage dog that was trying to get at the cockatoo that i had rescued from lierre they told me they were with the rest of the english flying corps at the forts their english had been perfect never for a minute had i suspected them and now here they are still in their english uniforms and little black peaked english caps talking german with the germans and sitting at a little table drinking drinking and laughing boisterously as only germans can laugh when they hold their spying councils english marines indeed they have stolen our uniforms somehow and have probably betrayed many a secret within the next few hours i am forced to the conclusion that antwerp is one great nest of german spies and over and over again i recognize the faces of old men and young men whom i have seen passing as honest antwerp citizens all these months seated all by himself at a little table sits a belgian general who has been brought in prisoner in his sadness and dignity he makes an unforgettable picture his black beard is sunk forward on his chest his eyes are lowered his whole being seems to be wrapped in a profound melancholy that yet has something magnificent and distinguished about it when compared with the riotous elation of his conquerors nobody speaks to him he speaks to nobody with his dark blue cloak flung proudly across his shoulder he remains mute and motionless as a statue his dark eyes staring into space i wonder what his thoughts are as he sees before him unashamed and unafraid now that german occupation has begun these spies who have bartered their country for gold but whatever he thinks that lonely prisoner he makes no sign his dignity is inviolable his dark bearded face has all the poignancy and beauty of titian's ariosto in the national gallery in london he is a prisoner nobody looks at him nobody speaks to him nobody gives him anything to eat exhaustion is written on his face at last i can bear it no longer i pour out a cup of hot coffee and take a sandwich from the counter then i slip across the restaurant and put the coffee and the sandwich on the little table in front of him a look of flashing gratitude and surprise is in his dark sad eyes as they lift themselves for a moment but i dare not linger the flemish maid with the handkerchief across her head hurries back to her tumblers two little priests have been brought in as prisoners also but they chat cheerily with their captors who look down upon them smilingly showing their big white teeth in a way that i would not like if i were a prisoner 
none of the prisoners are handcuffed or surrounded they do not seem to be watched they are all left free so free indeed that it is difficult to realize the truth one movement towards the door and they would be shot down like dogs in occupying a town without resistance the germans make themselves as charming as possible obviously those are their orders from headquarters and germans always obey orders extraordinary indeed is the discipline that can turn the brutes of louvain and Ayrshot into the lamb-like beings that took possession of antwerp they asked for everything with marked courtesy even gentleness they paid for everything they got i heard some of the poorer soldiers expressing their surprise at the price of the antwerp beer it's too dear they said but they paid the price for it all the same they always waited patiently until they could be served they never grumbled they never tried to rush the people who were serving them in fact their system was to give no trouble and to create as good an impression as possible on the belgians from the first moment of their entrance the first moment being by far the most important psychologically as the terrified brains of the populace are then most receptive to their impressions of the hated army and anything that could be done to enhance and improve those impressions is more valuable than that at any other time almost the first thing the germans did was to find out the pianos it was not half an hour after they entered antwerp when strains of music were heard music that fell on the ear with a curious shock for no one had played the piano here since the belgian government moved into the fortified town they played beautifully those germans and every now and then they burst into song from the sitting-room in the hotel i heard them singing to the blue danube and the wacht am rhein seemed to come and go at intervals like a late motif to all their doings about four o'clock jeannette the flemish servant whispered to me that henri wanted to speak to me in the kitchen a great misfortune has happened madame said henri agitatedly the germans have seized my car i shall not be able to take you out of antwerp this afternoon but courage to-morrow i will find a cart or a fiacre to-day it is impossible to do anything there is not a vehicle of any kind to be had but to-morrow madame trust henri he will get you away never fear half an hour after the faithful fellow called to me again his pie-coloured face looked dark and miserable the germans have shut the gates all round the city and no one is allowed to go in and out without a german passport he said this was serious relying on my experience in brussels i had anticipated being able to get away even more easily from antwerp because of henri's motor-car but obviously for the moment i was checked as dusk fell and the lights were lit i retired into the kitchen and busied myself cutting bread and butter and still continuing my highly interesting observations on the table lay piles of sausage and presently in came two german officers an old grey-bearded general and a dashing young uhlan lieutenant we want three eggs each said the uhlan roughly addressing himself to me three eggs soft-boiled and some bread with butter with much butter i nodded but dared not answer and the red-faced young lieutenant thinking i did not understand ground his heel angrily and muttered gott when his eyes fell on the sausage and his expression changed as if by magic wurst he ejaculated to the general here their sausage is it was quite funny to see the way these two gallant soldiers bent over the sausage their eyes beaming with greedy joy and in ten minutes every german was crying out for sausage 
and the town was being ransacked in all directions in search of more end of chapter forty two recording by expatriate in bangor maine